Jackson. Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback sacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? Welcome to the same podcast. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm always. Joined by my co-host Ron. What a run. What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. And Ron, we just had the conference championship. You went 0-2. I went 2-0. There's a lot to talk about yeah. during these games. So we're going to dive into it. But first, we always talk about the NFL news. And then we'll do our... What Pro Bowl predictions? I guess I don't know. It's, it's it's a Pro Bowl. Who knows? Yeah. So let's let's just get started. Let's get with the NFL news because there's a lot of hiring going on. And uh, let me start out with this: Seattle hires McDonald as their head coach. Ron, how do you feel about this hire? I feel okay. Um, you know, uh, they had to move. I think in a different direction, um, they wanted to focus on defense. I think that's what uh, McDonald will bring them. He's the Ravens, uh, D.C., prior to moving there to Seattle. So they need to fix their defense. This is probably a good approach. I would worry a little bit about their offense now, like what's going to happen as far as who's calling plays and stuff like that. It'll be interesting to see what other moves they make, but um, I think it's a good fit for them. I mean... I, I, they're definitely going away from the Pete Carroll type, but you know, they're sticking to their defense first kind of mentality. So I don't have any, you know, any complaints about it. And I haven't seen this. There's a lot of people that are being head coach for the first time. So let's, let's see what, what kind of, uh, what kind of head coach they're going to be. Uh, the other news is Ron. And we just find, found this out. Vegas is going to hire Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator. Um, how do you feel about that? He yeah, took a hiatus, right? He did. So this one's interesting because his name was rumored to um, be interviewing. Dealers never happened, though. Um, but his name was floating around, around out there for a while for several teams. Um I don't know. Like, so his offense is, is almost the opposite of who, uh, uh, Pierce is right. So Pierce is more smash mouth, like old school and Kingsbury is spread them out, you know, throw 300, 400 yards or whatever, more of an air, air rake type of offense. So, um, we'll see, you know, we'll see how that works. They need to find a quarterback now. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they trade for someone that fits Kingsbury's offense, like Justin Fields. I fit perfectly in that offense, um, but we'll see. I think it's you know it's a, a decent decent move by them. I was telling you before we, we started recording that it looked like they start um, interviewed Kelly as well twice, so that would have been interesting as well. Both well, those hires. I feel like they they have to keep up with the Chiefs, right? Because Chiefs is all about scoring defense, uh, scoring, no matter what. And I feel like if you if you can't score at the same pace with the Chiefs, 
they have to do something. I I, I like this hire. I, I don't know how it's going to work because I just mentioned they don't have QB. Yeah. Or, so. I mean, they have one decent receiver, too, and he's, you know, getting up there in age. So, you know, that they, they they need to find some additional weapons uh, once they find who their quarterback is as well. Uh, the other set of news is Washington hired Dan Quinn as a head coach. Um, Ron, is this a good hire? Um, so it's not their best hire, and it's probably not their first option, right? Um, it seems like they really, really wanted Ben Johnson. They may have even had a deal negotiated with Johnson, and then Johnson basically pulled the carpet out from under their feet and canceled at the last minute. So not their first option. Um, Dan Quinn has been around for a while. Lots of experience. I'm, you know, I don't know if, uh, the enemy got an interview. It doesn't sound like it, right? I don't think I read anything about him getting an interview to stay there, um, and elevate to a head coaching position. So I wonder, I do wonder what will happen to him, but you know, we'll see. You know, it's it's um, it's you know, probably better than Rivera, right? I'm, Anything I, is better than Rivera. Yeah, I was never a fan of Ron Rivera. So, and uh, but yeah, you know, I think with all these coaches, we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens. I see. I have mixed feelings about Dan Quinn, and why do I have mixed feelings? Because basically, he was the architect of the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. And what I mean the architect, I mean that he was the losing coach. <laughs> he actually let the New England Patriots beat him when he was up 28-3. It was a Detroit style meltdown. Um, so and then he was immediately fired like like during the offseason. So I if he if he gets if you're gonna keep the enemy as the offense coordinator, I think this team can be decent. If he's gonna get rid of the enemy and bring his own people, I, I mean, he did have Kyle Shanahan when that whole thing with the Falcons happened, but obviously Shanahan is not gonna be available. So I'm, I'm wondering what he's gonna do. Whether he's gonna keep the enemy or go and bring his own people in. So I, I don't know if that was a stipulation of his hiring. I don't know. We can only speculate. But I want to see what he does with that information um commanders was a team they were or were a team that interviewed bill belichick too apparently um so this, I mean, at this point who didn't who didn't <laughs> bill go to or yeah. have a phone call or you know he just didn't want to leave his nantucket site i guess uh the other news is pat's higher offense coordinator vamp helping Ron, I had to look him up because I don't I didn't know who he was, what what curl what holy curled out of. And he's been he's been coaching for a while. You know, he went through the Browns, he was with the uh Bengals, then he, I think he was a high school coach at one point. Um what what do you think about this hire? I don't know. I probably need to do some research. I know he played um uh, quarterback for a while, right? I forgot who he was drafted to, but I think it was in the NFL for a little bit, if I'm not I mistaken. I think he was actually started with Pittsburgh, I think. So that's probably why the name sounds familiar. So, but um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's an interesting name. Um, how do you feel about it, more importantly? 
I mean, I'm just happy that they're moving away from that Bill Parcells branch, you know? I know that in the defense has kind of like his DNA, but I actually, I'm okay with this hire. I mean, Gerard Mayo is trying to be his own man. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I, I kind of, I'm okay with the hire. Yeah. I, I think that um, until we actually see who they draft and who, whether it's going to be a QB, whether it's going to be a wide receiver, we still don't know, but I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about Van Pelt. I just want to see him in action. And, uh, yeah, I just want to see, see what happens. Yeah. Eighth round pick of, uh, his hometown Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew I saw that in his MO, um, his background. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I, I'm excited. I, I'm just happy that there was rumors that, uh, Josh was coming back and I was like, why, mm-hmm. why would you want him back? I know he's like the quarterback whisperer, but Mac Jones is not getting re-signed for his fifth year. So why even bring him back? Yeah. Unless that was the, you know, unless that was in the cars. Doesn't seem. Finally, the other set of news run. And I say this for last dealers hire offense coordinator, Arthur Smith. How do you feel about that? So I got to be honest, when I first heard about this, I was not happy at all, uh, just because of um, his recent performance in Atlanta, right? He failed as a head coach there. But when I took a step back and look at what he was trying to do in Atlanta and what the success he had in Tennessee, um, it makes so much sense. It fits so perfectly with the Steelers identity. Um you know, he is a run first, um, you know, type of coach. That is exactly up Pittsburgh's alley. Um, you know, Derek Henry had like his best years under Arthur Smith as the OC. Tannehill had his best years um, as well. So it's not like he fell off. Tannehill actually played really well. And um, I think he led the league, um, if I'm not mistaken, in, in passing yards or some crap like that. Um, so I think it's a perfect fit for what Pittsburgh's trying to do. I think he will help to develop Kenny Pickett, um, as a quarterback, uh, as a, you know, and, and lead him to a, a decent season. Cause it's, you know, it's an important year for Kenny. It's his third season. They're at a point where if it doesn't work out for him next year, they're going to have to make a decision, um, about who their franchise coordinator is going to be. So I'm I'm um, actually optimistic about this hire now. I, I still wish we had more time to interview other people. I really wanted to, to us to look at uh, Kubiak, San Francisco. Um, I wouldn't have mind uh, interviewing Eric Bieniemy, um because, you know, his history and how good he's been. Now, Bieniemy has issues with, he's not a player person. He always rubs people the wrong way. But I think Maybe this, that's what the Steelers needed, to be honest with you, because we have a young offense. Um, I was also hoping that they would interview someone like Byron Leftwich, um, but that didn't happen um, either. So, listen, I, I'm not going to complain. I think this is going to work out great. I think it'll, you know, if we go into next season, he, you know, it may take a couple games to get our offense going, but 
I think he can, you know, lead our offense, um, you know, into relevant, you know, scoring 25, 26 points a game. I, you know, I, with the talent we have, I think the talent we have, we have more talent except for the offensive line, more talent than what Tennessee had, certainly what than what Atlanta has on offense, but definitely on what than what Tennessee had at the time. So even with Tannehill and, and, um, uh, Derrick Henry, I think between Najee and Warren, Kenny Pickett, if he's our quarterback, the receivers, you know, Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, the tight end. So there's a lot. I think there's some more talent on Pittsburgh, at least, you know, equal talent, if not better. So I'm excited to see, you know, some improvement for next year. Yeah, I think he'll do fine. I mean, I like the I like that he works tight ends into the into the offense. So in Pittsburgh, sure has a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I this is this should work fine. I think that there's some coaches that are better coordinators than our head coaches. Yes, yeah, exactly. So I think that this should work. I, under Mike Rabel, he did okay because he wasn't he didn't have to make a final decision. So I think if you take that out from Arthur Smith, he'll do just fine. Uh, Ron, let's just go right into it. Let's go into the championship conference recap. Let's start with the first game. Kansas City at Baltimore. Ron, you predicted to be a 27-21 Baltimore. I went with a 17-14 KC. Final score was 17 to 10. Ron, what's up with your boy Lamar? What happened? What why he basically went went against his own self? What do you mean by that? He didn't run. He, <laughs> he refused to run. Uh it's not his job to call running plays, right? For him. I think it's up to his coach to run the ball and to, you know, get his team in position. Are you blaming um, it on the coach? I, I thought the play calling was horrible. They went away from the running game, not just with Lamar running, but they stopped running altogether. And they're a running team, you know. They were well. I, I'll say they're a mixed team. They're not a, you know, throw 30, 40 time team. I don't know why they abandoned the run altogether. Um, and yeah, that should have been, you know, including Lamar using his feet. Like they should have been some designed runs that weren't called for whatever reason. Um. Lamar didn't have his best game, but this wasn't on him to me. You know, I think there was issues with the defense. Uh, had an opportunity to intercept the ball, didn't make the play, bounced off, and the other guy caught it. Zay uh, Flowers, you know, between the penalty and diving into the end zone and fumbling. They just blew the game. They picked the worst time to just play their worst. Um, and I think they blew the blew the game. I think they should have won. I think they probably feel like they should have won, but they blew it. I think it was a combination of Baltimore refusing to run. I mean, when I look at the stats, 81 yards, 54 yards was Lamar Jackson. The other 27 was the other running backs, which did terrible. Say Flowers, four yards rushing is terrible. Yeah, but and, Gus Edwards ran well. He just only had three carries. <laughs> well, that's, that's my point. He ran well. He, he had one for one for 15 yards. One carry for 15 yards. 
Okay. So the other two, he only averaged a, what, two? Five or three. Oh, wow. Uh, no, that's what I mean. Total. It's like, but I don't know what happened. Three carries? That's I, not on Lamar to say, hey, let's uh, call some running plays. Listen, even if you, because there was times when I was watching this game where Lamar, option one wasn't there. Option two wasn't there. But he refused to take off. He refused to take off. But he's never been like that. He's always. Wait like, a minute. The game before, he had four touchdowns, two of them rushing. Why do you okay, say this many, game is. How many were designed runs? There was one. There was one play where he took off. It was like twenty-seven yards against Houston. That is not how Lamar. If you watch Lamar play, his last option is running. He's, but why did he run? Even when when he's playing, right? If his options were not there, why did he run? Because he's he's dropping back. He drops back and tries to go back to wait for a receiver to get open. And the that's, receivers why, weren't getting that's open. why there was four sacks. His receivers weren't getting open. That's so. when you run the ball then. You well, run the ball. And that's well, what I mean. Call like, some designed runs for him. Don't throw 37 times, okay? Don't call well, 37 pass attempts. And I'm not saying Lamar is not a good pass. He's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. don't call a 30, 37 attempts versus 16 rushes. That's not balance. And they went away from everything, I, I think, you know, that they've done all season, you know, as far as staying balanced. It just, it was just a poorly, um, you know, called game as far as uh, the coordinating from an offensive standpoint. Now, I, I don't want to. And there was a lot of penalties. 95 yards yeah, that penalties. Too. Penalties I mean, were insane. It, it looked like Baltimore lost its mind. Lost the tip- discipline. You know, save flowers. He tried to do too much. It was like all year long, he was fine. And yeah. in this game, the pressure got to him, and he did a lot of rookie. I think it was dumb it, rookie mistakes. Frustration uh, for losing, and then when he finally made a play, he's like, you, you know, got overly excited, you know, and he's a rookie, so that might happen. Um, and he cost his team, you know, a penalty with that. And then the other one. You know, that's why there's coaches that, that, you know, they say, don't ever. I don't care if you're going to make it. Don't dive for the end zone because stuff, you invite stuff like that from happening. So the other one, he was trying to make a play and, you know, he ended up fumbling. So the penalty was bad. They got killed with penalties, um, you know, this game. So like I said, I think they just chose a bad time to have a bad, a really bad game and not play well. Um, and it's not to take away from Kansas City. Kansas City did okay. They did all right. They didn't run particularly well. Um, now, Baltimore didn't have an answer whatsoever for Kelsey on defense. But outside of that, I th- I thought their defense, Baltimore's defense, played fairly well. No, I would say the second half, they played really, really well. But, again, Lamar Jackson just wasn't wasn't there. Wasn't there. At all, and I, I don't think that's fair to say he wasn't there. They only scored three points. Yeah, but it, so it's always on the quarterback to score. You don't throw any blame on the coordinator for call running plays. If you, or if you're, you don't throw blame for Zach Zay Flowers for for fumbling the ball. If and you're having Lamar a Jackson and you see that the plays that the coordinator is calling is not working, use your God-given talent. No, come on, use your God-given talent. You don't just go, you know what? I'm going against Pat Mahomes and 
I'm going to show him that I can play quarterback. No. So show up your your coach and just say, you know what? Screw do you want to win or not? Or not? Screw this play. <laughs> do you want to win or not? I know this is what it's called. I was going to do that's my own thing. That's why they're on vacation. Because that's <laughs> yeah. why they're going to Cancun. But it's, it's, a, it's a team game. You can't have penalties. You can't have turnovers. Uh, plain and simple. And that's what Baltimore had. They didn't play a clean game. And they lost. Um, and I it sucks because... I think Baltimore, I've said it all season, is a better team. And I still think they're the better team. Kansas City has nothing but two players. Two players on offense. And right? it was enough. Mahomes, who's it was enough. arguably the, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And Kelsey. And it was enough. Arguably one of the best tight ends of all time. And it, it was more than enough. It was they enough figured because out how to they, make that work. they didn't turn the ball over. Right. They didn't, they didn't cause any mistakes to the team. I mean, there was a couple of penalties, but they were not like... You know, they weren't like killing drive, killing teeth. Right. And I feel like there was a lot of those for Baltimore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't. I don't feel bad. I, I feel like. No, they, I, they did I what they're supposed to. They, I say, they took is care Lamar, of is Lamar gonna do the same thing he did in 2019? Yep. Sure did. Got the MVP, but never got to this. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I hear you, and at the end of the day, you're still judged by Super Bowls. Um, but I, I think it's not fair to add context to say it, it wasn't just on him. It was a whole team effort to have all those penalties and those fumbles and, and everything else. So, But the thing is, at the end of the day, coaches come and coaches go, right? Are you going to say that next year when Lamar is there and... They put out the egg again. You're gonna bring the coaching no, in? No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, that's it's what me, I mean. It's no different from me saying though, with the Steelers, right? Like you've been to the playoffs how many times and haven't won? I who do I blame? It's not the same because it's the exact same. The, thing. the Steelers haven't won in eight years. But okay, they, they haven't even made it to the conference championship. But that's my point. Who am I blaming? I'm not blaming. You know, <laughs> Big Ben. Big Ben was, is not there anymore. Yeah, I wasn't blaming him though, and I'm not. Well, Big Ben is a winner. He actually won he, a Super he didn't Bowl. Win as much as he should have won, no, absolutely not. When they had A, B, and and Bell, they should have won a hell of a lot more than that. If so ask any any um, Steelers fan, or do you blame the, they coach, under, the players? Underperform. Well, what I'm saying, it's a team sport, right? I think it's a collective effort to win. And it's a collective effort to lose. I think you're deferring blame. I'm this not, is this I'm not falls making on Lamar. excuses. This falls on Lamar. Lamar. He didn't have a perfect game. Ten, I'm not making excuses. You, you got seven points is just terrible, terrible, terrible. Especially, you know, in the final four in the championship, seven points. Terrible. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying it was a mon- monumental failure on that whole offense. The defense played well again. The offense, the entire offense, play calling and everything, every single player failed at the end of the day. Lamar included. So I'm blaming everybody. The next game, Ron. Detroit at San Francisco. You had Detroit winning 24-21. I had San Francisco winning 21-14. Final score, 34-31. And... Ron, I always told you, I don't like Detroit's defense. And they played pretty good defense at the first half. I mean, excellent defense. But why, why would you let San Francisco 
go over those points. And I know they had a turnover. But what happened? What happened in the second half that they let San Francisco back in? Turnovers, right? And um, turning, you know, not putting points up. Dan, uh, not Dan, um, Dan Campbell, way too aggressive, right? Had opportunities to, to kick two field goals. That's six points. That wins the game right there. They were overly aggressive in the second half. And there was a huge momentum shift. And once San Francisco got the ball and they didn't give up any you know, points when Dan said, you know, I'll go for it and fourth instead of kicking the field goal. Once they made that stop, that that shifted the momentum and San Francisco kept going. Now, that's not to say Detroit's defense needs, doesn't need to step up. You said their defense sucks. They've been terrible the entire season. We've known this, right? But when we look back at this game, are you thinking, man, the defense stinks? Or Dan Campbell blew this freaking game by not kicking two field goals when he should have. Which one are you thinking? I'm thinking both. I'm thinking... And the drop passes, right? From their receivers. This is what I'm thinking when I watch this game. The first half, they dominated, right? They had two running backs. They were rushing the ball. They were dominating. The second half, as soon as they had a turnover and they hit the panic button, they went to Goff and Goff was not ready. They, no, they, t- stop. Come he on, was man. Not ready. You- they, he was not ready to, he was, he, that responsibility of like, here, you pass it to Reynolds, you pass it to Amon, uh, Amon uh, St. Brown, you pass I was like, what? What is going on? You have two great running backs, and you have Again, the lead. But who are you blaming? You're Both. blaming Goff. I'm blaming Goff and running Dan Campbell. The, running them, run I'm the ball it up. Dan Campbell and Goff. That doesn't make any sense. I'm telling Goff, you, Goff is you not have sitting the lead. there You're up by 17 points. He's not calling the plays. That's man. why it falls on Dan Campbell. Yes, exactly. But so, it's not just Dan Campbell, you know, for not calling the right, you know right place and Ben Johnson you know who didn't finish at the end started great but you know didn't finish at the end the players got to take responsibility too Reynolds dropped the goddamn pass that's why God you know? listen I know that Gov and, and who the tight end to dropped I think dropped the pass too that that could have kept the drive alive. That, that's what I mean why go if your running backs are tearing it up why go away from that why all of a sudden be like oh you know what we're gonna become a passing team. Why? You have the lead. Well, they ran 29 times. It's not like they didn't run at all. So they had 29 carry. The issue to me is you just didn't execute when you needed to offensively. You were executing all game. But when it, it mattered, when it was critical times for you to catch a ball, you know, not drop it, they didn't execute. You know, plain and simple. That's why I keep saying football is a team sport. Like, it's, it never, it really comes down to like one or two plays. Um, there's always like, you know, the blame goes around for everyone. You know, you make a play, you know, here and there, and you can win a game. And then you let you don't execute. you let Brock Purdy take over in the second half because he did with his legs. Play that well. He did it with the legs. Killed him. He did it with the legs, and you know, except for that interception, he put up two hundred sixty-seven yards on him, and that was mostly, you know. Think dunking people. I mean, I know Ayuk had that big catch of the helmet, but yeah, yeah, I know that Ayuk had that catch. But would you say Purdy got lucky? I wouldn't say he got. He lucky. got. 
No, Man, he, come I wouldn't on. say he got lucky. I think he, that at the he end, he got lucky. At the he end, got the lucky. Game, he, he got away with his mistakes, right? He made mistakes and he got away with that throw. Wait, he had one bad interception and then he had that crazy off the helmet catch. Why is that lucky? Because that should have been an interception. That should have been a second interception. The, the thing is that the the D, the DB was falling back. He it should was, have caught the hit him in the hands. It was kind of hard. Or it missed his hands. It, it hit, hit the, the helmet. helmet. He missed it. Missed his hands. <laughs> it went right through his hands. That should have been an interception. Make the play. Listen, that would it. If if he makes that play, are you saying Brock Purdy played well? I'm just saying they have the lead. It, it shouldn't come come down to that play interception. It should come down to hey, we have the lead. Let's run the ball. Let's just run the clock. Let's just move. But they didn't do that. They, yeah, outscored seventeen to nothing the third the third quarter. And again, at the end of the day, you know, and I and I know Lions and Dan Dan Cam keep wanting to call him Quinn now. That's how they've played all season. You go for it. You don't live in your fears. You put points on the damn board when you're up. You know, you have a chance to extend it to a 24-point lead. I think it was they were up 24. Uh, San Francisco scored. So, you know, so it was down to 17. You could have you know, made it a 20-point game or some crap like that. And you don't kick the field goal. You went for it. And then they got the, you know, got the ball back and went right down and scored again. So now it was a two-possession game. And you could have extended it to a three-possession game. Is and that the, is that Staley Staley complex of like you know what? Let's just go for it. Let's play the numbers. It was, it was terrible, terrible. Was, and then the clock management—they still had a chance to to win. The clock management at the very end of the game, running the ball, you know, with you know, and he, no timeouts or whatever—that was stupid. stupid. I mean, they blew it. But I'm not saying I don't want. I don't want to. I want to make sure I'm giving San Francisco credit because their team is great. Their quarterback's okay. I don't think he's top five. I don't think he's top 10. I don't care what anybody says. You put a lot of quarterbacks in that system, they'll look just as good. Do and, you think Purdy is better than Garoppolo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Garoppolo's top 10. I don't think Garoppolo's top 20. You know, Purdy, I would put somewhere in so the So it was an improvement. It is an improvement. What I'm saying is... San Francisco overcame average quarterback play. I call that average. You know, one interception, it should have been two, you know, took a couple sacks or whatever. Ran the ball well. And I'm not saying Purdy isn't good. He's a good quarterback, you know. But what I'm saying, their team is so good, they still put up 34 points. Now, their team is good. Detroit's defense has been bad. And Detroit had a chance to win. The players and the coach, to me, failed. Um, so it's a disappointment, you know, I'm sure they're disappointed because they blew it. They were the better team, especially the first half, at least. And they choked. The, the thing is, is when I look at Detroit, they, you know, the Rams were in the game. Uh, the but Bucks I, were in I the game. I told you the Rams was going to be a tough match. I know, I but, told the Bucks, you, but the Bucks were in the game. Well, that was surprising. And I was like, if Detroit was such a good team, none of the... These teams, especially the Bucks, shouldn't be in this game. You playing at home, you playing the Bucks, you playing. You know, sometimes the offense shows up, sometimes it doesn't. No consistency, but yet he, the Bucks were in it. So I'm like, okay, when they fade the Niners, this is a really, really good team, and they almost won, and they should have won. They should have won, right? But you have to play two halves. You yes, can't play yes. one half. 
who is the better team? Honestly, the Niners are the better. I don't think so. Yes, the Niners I think are Detroit, the better team. The Niners have a better offense and average quarterback play. Detroit, I don't want to say Niners. Detroit has a better offense. Uh, Niners have a great offensive unit. So McCaffrey's spectacular. Um, the receivers are good. The tight end's good, right? And then they have average quarterback play. Detroit's offense to me is elite. You know, the players they have, the weapons they have are unbelievable. The defense thinks, right? And San Francisco's defense, overrated. I don't, you know, I don't care what you tell me. I can pull up a bunch of stats to show that they've been overrated for the past eight to 10 weeks. So to me, these teams are eat, evenly matched. You know, the Detroit, we know they have the issue with their defense. Same for San Francisco. At the end of the day, it comes down to who's executing. 49ers executed at down the stretch when they needed to. Detroit didn't. You dropped the interception that could have sealed the game. You didn't kick two field goals. You dropped the pass. I right? would still pick and then you the didn't Niners use your roster over Detroit. You box. didn't use your timeouts appropriately. That's the end of the game. You, you can't make those type of mistakes and expect to, to win against good teams. Teams that are equally good. Or in your case, you believe teams that are better. So, you know, it is, it, it is what it is. Uh, I think the better coached team won. Um, won this game. So, I think the better coach won. I think that the, not the better quarterback, but everything else the better roster one, which was the Niners, in my opinion. Um, and Detroit, I mean, it was, a, it was, you know, it's true what Dan Campbell said. This is probably the only chat Detroit has because, you know, Green Bay's gone better. I think Minnesota is going to be better um, once first, they figure out the whole quarterback thing. So I, 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 I thought that was going to be the case because I thought Ben Johnson was gone. But he's coming back. They've drafted the last few years. They've had perfect drafts. If they can add to the defense, which we all agree stinks in draft, in free agency, they'll they'll be right back in the mix. I'm not saying they're winning a Super Bowl next year, but it's not they're not going to fall off a cliff, you know, with bringing the majority of their players back. I think they, they have a chance. Now, if they lost Ben Johnson, I'd be like, damn, what are they going to do? Like, who are they going to go to? Heck, even Chicago, if they end up drafting Caleb Williams, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to their Super Bowl team, but they should give the choice some. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be yeah, tougher so for I sure. I think that division is going to be a lot better than it was, you know, the last two, two seasons. So, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for Detroit. Detroit is a great city, but your team, your team just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. You can't, can't play one half and expect no, not at all. Um, listen, I, I've watched enough Steelers games, too, to know that even in the games that we lose, it's just everyone wants to blame the quarterback or the head coach. If your freaking players aren't executing a block, right, or catching a pass or they're making penalties, the players got to All the players got to take some responsibility, too. You got to execute, period. So Football, like I said, it's a true team sport. You can't point your finger on just one thing. It's a collection of things. It's not all on Dan Campbell for those stupid, you know, decisions. It's um, the players too have to, have to execute. They didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, you have to listen. 
that fumble that Detroit had, I think it was the only turnover that they had, right? It was just the fumble. But that fumble that Detroit had, that should have been cleaned up weeks ago. Weeks ago, like, hey, you should know that you need to go left to right on this play. But, you know, make mistakes like that and you don't execute this what happened. And I feel like the Chiefs, no turnovers. And, you know, except for that interception, the Niners actually had a really, really good game. Um, I'm sorry. There was another fumble by the Niners, uh, Armstead. So, yeah, it's just, listen, turnover battle. And now we have basically a rematch of two years ago, except with a different QB. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to get into predictions. We're not going to do that now. But what I will say is San Francisco is not winning the game if Brock Purdy does not improve. He has to improve. You're not going to get away with beating Mahomes with that average, to me, quarterback play. He has to play better, period. So he's going to have to make a play, and he's capable. I'm not saying he's not, but he has to He has to play a little bit better. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who's going to show up for which Brock Purdy. Going to be the uh, calm, you know, collected one, or is it going to be the one that's has a good half, but then has a bad half or has a great quarter and then has a terrible quarter. You just don't know, right? Yeah. I know. I do know that in the fourth quarter, he played pretty well. I mean, he ran a lot. Uh, he has more wheels than I thought he did. I was like, oh, he's probably slow, but 48 yards is not bad. Yeah. No, one, uh, one of 21 yards. So, yeah, yeah. I think that this is, this is overall going to be a good matchup. Yeah, gonna be a good match. Ron, uh, are you watching the uh, Pro Bowl no. this week? No. You don't. You're not even gonna watch the, no, nope. you know, the talent no. stuff, no. the skill no, just, plays. No, and I know you're working there, and I've been there in the past. I got to experience it in person here in Orlando, but I have no. I think I think this is more for kids. You know, you have you know you have your star player in shorts. Kind of relaxed atmosphere, you know, signing autographs, taking pictures. This is more of a pageantry than actual life. Yeah, I know. I've, I mean, I've been paying a lot of attention, right, more than I should, to like the Shrine Bowl. I think they play today, if I'm not mistaken. And then you got the Senior Bowl this weekend. I've been focusing on that more so because the Steelers are have always been invested. Like Tomlin is there at the Senior Bowl. He's always there, you know. So, um, you know, I've been keeping my eyes on that a little bit. Um, kind of like looking forward to that. Um, but, you know, and then we got the draft coming up and stuff. So I've kind of like moved on. I'm trying to get into Celtic stuff right now. Pro Bowl, I'm not with it. I'm, I'm hoping for a good Super Bowl uh, next week. And, and according then, to the weatherman, the Sunday might be out. So, yeah. I don't even know if half the skills things are gonna happen. I, it's That's so weird. It seems like every Pro Bowl here in Orlando, the first two two Pro Bowls I went to, those first two years in Orlando, it rained. While I was there, it was like either Saturday or Sunday. I don't think I was there for the game. It was Saturday during some of the competition stuff, and it rained. I was like, why the hell am I out here watching? So I just don't have any. Yeah, I, I, 
I I know I know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be rain, a lot of rain, and people are just gonna be like, "Why are we? Yeah, this is not worth me getting wet." No. Um, yeah, and that's that's mean. I don't have anything else to talk about unless there's something that we forgot. No, no. But these next few weeks, like I said, after this will be interesting because you know I. Especially for the Patriots, you know, I I want to see what happens. We'll talk more, you know, in the off season, because what's going to happen to quarterbacks like Mac Jones? They they keep him if they're drafting one. Zach Wilson, you know, I think he's gone. Right? I think Jets. I um, mean, they already said that they're not going to pick up his fifth year option. Yeah. So, and what I mean, they the Patriots. So it's like he's not even going to compete. You so, know. But he will. He, so he won't be on the roster next year. I'm thinking he's not. If they're not picking up option, because I think it's is this his fourth year though. He got drafted in 20. I'm not sure. 2020. Yeah, I want to say 2020. I thought they would have to trade him. No, he was drafted 2021. So he's on the roster. Oh, so he's still, yeah. So he would have to trade it. So he might, he might compete, but what is going to compete be? with their first round? With pick? Sappy. Cause I know Sappy's there as a backup. So why he's going to compete with Sappy and whoever they draft or whoever they I think he gets bring traded. in. I, mean, I, I think he gets traded. I think Wilson gets traded. I think a lot of quarterbacks are going to get traded this off season. So I'm going to be interested to see what, Happens not just with the Patriots, Steelers too. We we don't have Rudolph on the contract. Trubisky, it was terrible getting paid eight million, something like that. So he might get cut. So we need you know some quarterbacks too. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Buffs. Yeah, but are you guys gonna draft the quarterback? Or are you guys gonna bring in? I think we're trying to resign Mason Rudolph, but if we can't get him, we're probably draft someone. Uh, I mentioned Tomlin's at the Senior Bowl. Supposedly, they're looking at some of the quarterbacks that are there for later, later round. Um, so, I think we're bringing somebody in. It's just whether it's a, a you know, a, a tenured person, be uh, a trade or a free agency, um, or a rookie. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I honestly, I always, I always look at. There's a lot of fodder going on. There's a lot of, you know, speculation. I think. One of the journalists was like, what's going on? Why are we like, you know, moving along, blah, blah. Well, they got all the coordinators now. So you can move, you can write the next thing. Yeah, yeah. Write about the next, you know, the next chapter. It's like, until we actually see the, you know, the free agency and the draft and all that stuff and actually put a team together and we can say, hey, this guy is on the team. Let's talk about it. This is all like, yeah. A lot of smoke. Yeah. And everyone has an opinion on what yep. the team should do. Oh, yes. So. Yes. Including us. Including yeah. us. Including the fans. Yeah, I got an opinion. A, yeah, we got, got tons of opinions. No one listens to me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you and that. You, so. you write a letter with, uh, like, big type. Yeah. <laughs> big font. Big font letters. No, yeah. No one listens, though. So, Ron, um, we're going to meet next uh, Thursday. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. 
gonna watch the Super Bowl and then our last show. So we're two shows away from ending the season. Um, overall, what what did you think about the season overall? It was okay. A little bit of a disappointment, I think, down the stretch. Patriots not being in it. Um, up and down for the Steelers. Didn't go the way I thought it was going to go this season. Really disappointing in terms of Kenny Pickett's development. Matt Canada blowing up, you know, you know, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, you know, it was just a bad hire to begin. We saw that last year, the year before, you know, Big Ben playing. So that was disappointing to see that just like fail uh, monumentally. So, but there's always next season. There's always next season. I'm, and I'm like excited. You know, I, I there's a lot of stuff about Bill. Or is Bill going to go into TV? Or is Bill going to be coaching? Because even, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jerry Jones was like, no, it's not out of the question. I'm yeah. like, listen, stop with the speculation. If it, you haven't hired, if you haven't hired Bill by now, you're not going to hire. Yeah. It's like, stop with the speculation. So I'm glad that, you know, the Bill Patriots, that separation is over. I don't want to know about Bill. I don't want to even comment on Bill I moved on to a new chapter in my life so it's so old Gerard Mayo you know I didn't realize until today and we should probably have talked about it but Brady moving into the broadcasting booth did you know that yeah Greg Olson is out Brady's in I know I that he Olson signed was pretty decent he signed a big contract with Fox it was just a matter of time they were just waiting for him to uh, retire fully retire this time I just want I want to see how he does. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. It'll I heard be, he's practicing hard. Well, he you know, he's he got his podcast with uh uh that other reporter Gray. Oh, um, yeah, I know what he's talking about. And he has a lot of experience. I I never really liked him, especially when that he did the whole thing with the decision and uh, Oh yeah, yeah. But um yeah, Jim Gray. So let's yeah. see. Let's see how it works. I know he's like coaching him up, so we'll see. We'll see. I know Jim Gray's he's really old, so is he gonna make him say controversial stuff during the during broadcast? I don't know. Yeah. This is this you know, I can't wait to see what actually happens. Yeah. Yeah, so guys, join us next week. We'll have our predictions, we have our Super Bowl breakdown, and then we'll go from there. So with that say, hey peace. Peace. Hey guys, thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYM Podcast. Thanks again.